futures and options on futures may involve substantial risk and may not be suitable for all investors. Thank you for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura, a show where Laura Taylor, a futures trading industry rock star and one of RJO Futures top analysts, takes your futures trading questions and answers them on air. Nervous about trading futures? Or do you just want to know more? Got questions? Email her for your chance to have your questions answered on air. Laura will put your mind at ease. So sit back, relax, and learn the ABCs of trading futures with Laura. Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Uh, this is Laura Taylor. I'm the uh, a, a senior market strategist at RJO Futures here in Chicago. Uh, you all know this. Uh, we're, we're the retail arm of RJ O'Brien and myself and RJ O together. We bring about 150 years of futures trading experience. Um, if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, uh, you know that I'm not here to give you the next winning trade or to talk about any one specific market. Um, we can do that when I open my new firm, Hindsight Trading. I'll be able to do that, uh, tell you, give you all the winners and tell you what to do. But in, I, instead, I'm here to answer all of the questions uh, that make you a better trader or a more enlightened trader, at least. Um, RJOI, RJO and I want to provide you with the proper tools that can help you make educated decisions. You know, I was going to talk today about economic reports that come out each month, every week, and, and how they affect your trading decisions. But I received a, a question about risk management. And I think at this time, with the markets as volatile as they are, uh, that this is a topic that should be addressed or at least touched upon before you can even go further uh, in learning more about uh, trading futures or adding futures to your your portfolio. Um, if you ask me what is the most important rule or most valuable piece of advice I can share with a trader, uh, it would have to be how to preserve equity as well as to take advantage of a market trend. Um, both of these can be achieved by using what's called a stop order. STOP, stop order. Um, you probably know what that is. Uh, I don't know if you know how to use it properly. Uh, and there are other orders that we use uh, for trading, uh, you know, limit orders, market orders. And uh, those limit orders are used when you want to be executed at a specific price and only that price. Uh, a market order is exactly what it insinuates. It's uh, to be executed at the best price offered when you're buying or the best price bid when you're selling. Uh, you accept the price as dictated by the market movement. Then there's a stop order. It's pretty self-explanatory. Like I said, when the market gets to a certain level, you want to be stopped and let, let out of the trade. You don't want it to go any further against you. You've had enough or you've reached that point where you want to be flat the market. Um, Stop orders are used for more than one purpose. It can be used uh, to limit your risk, or it can also be used to initiate a trade. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about the stop that limits your risk. Um, every trade should be put together like a story. Uh, it, it needs a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, the, the beginning is whether to be a buyer or seller. The, the middle is to manage the position as the market hopefully moves in the right direction. The end may come last, but it should be decided first. The end of the story determines how much money you want to risk. 
how much does the market have to move against you as a proof that you are either wrong the direction or possibly you're premature on your entry. There's two types of stops you can use for this. One would be a money stop, which means you've decided that you only want to risk X amount of dollars on this particular trade. Or you can consult a chart or one of the technical analysis reports that we send out to see where the market may turn in reverse direction, proving that uh, you should be out waiting for the next opportunity. For example, again, I'm going to use corn as, a, as, a, as, a, as an example because the pricing is pretty simple and, you know, this is not a visual. So I want to talk something that you maybe you want to take a pen and write it down. Um, the corn is in a downtrend. You place an order in the December corn, the December contract, to sell at the market. Let's say you sold it at a price of $6.30 a bushel. You know you're with the trend, but you can also see a little support below your entry. If you're wrong, you want to place a money stop. You've decided that you don't want to risk more than $500. Each cent in the corn is worth $50. If you're risking $500, you divide that, 50 to, that, divide that by $50 to determine the stop price. 500 divided by 50 is 10 cents. So you want to put your risk stop at 640. So you sold it at 630. You're short. You want to buy stop. You want to put this, the price above where you got in because if it goes against you, that's where you want to be out. Okay, so if the market moves against you by 10 cents from 630 to 640, you'll lose 400, excuse me, $500. That doesn't include commissions and fees, which are separate or possible slippage, which, which I'll address in a little, just a little bit. Um, so now you go to sleep knowing that you've protected your position, or you may be willing to risk more than that. So after consulting the chart and you see a close above 680 could change the direction from down to up, you're willing to give it more breathing room because if the corn comes up rather than down and you are early to the trade, it may still eventually go in the right direction. So maybe if we have a longer uh, period of time, you want to hold this, you put your stop at 690. You got in at 630. So 690 minus 630 is, uh, equals 60 cents, 60 cents, and $50 per cent. This is a risk of $3,000. Now, you have to depend on your account size, of course, and uh, you know, you're going to have to uh, live with that decision on how much you're going to risk. So that's a you know, if it happens, it happens, but you've given yourself 10 cents above the 680 resistance line where the direction can change. Um, if and when the market trades at that 680 level, take a moment to reevaluate the trade. You still have 10 cents above you where your stop is at. You know that 680 is a crucial uh, point on the chart. You see, does it hit that price and then close lower? Does it actually close above 680, but not at your 690 level? then you might want to uh, tighten up that stop to reduce the risk a little bit more. The ultimate best stop strategy comes if the corn market price or corn price closes lower than your 630 entry price. This is where the next level of money management comes into play. Using that same stop order that was originally intended to be a loss. Now you can move your stop to lock in profits. In the core market, you may want to use a 10 cents trailing stop. That means if the market moves 10 cents in your favor, 
you move your stop price by 10 cents as well. You trail it. So if the price of corn moves from 6.30 to 6.20, you move your stop from 6.90 to 6.80 on that technical stop, reducing your risk by $500. Or if you're using that money stop, you well, you may want to move your stop from 6.40 to 6.30. So you see now that what that is done because that's your, your tighter stop and it's on your your uh, money stop. Uh, now that you've uh, 10 cents in your favor, you've moved your stop down to actually uh, break even. Uh, it means if you get stopped out at 6.30, you sold it at 6.30, you don't lose any money except for the commissions and the fees. Now, if the corn dips another 10 cents to 6.10, you now move your stop to 6.20. Now you have a profit stop. You know, your, your technical stop can make bigger leaps, but with each significant move in the right direction, you should be moving your stop to keep reducing the risk. And as you keep moving it, you should be locking in profits. By using these trailing stops, you let the market tell you when it is, has exhausted the trend. If you don't want to do the math moving the stop in equal intervals, uh, we have an order platform called RJO Futures Pro, uh, which has a setup where you can program it to move your stop automatically every 10 cents it goes in one direction, it'll automatically move the stop. Now you can get a two week demo uh, with a $100,000 hypothetical account with live quotes for two weeks. Um, give me a call and uh, we'll have a member of our support team uh, walk you through the fundamentals and the functionality and get you set up to show you how you can uh, use trailing stops or just to, how to trade off the platform in general. Okay, so earlier I, I said something about slippage. Um, that's when you receive a price that doesn't exactly match your stop price. Uh, the definition of a stop order is once the market hits your stop price, the order converts to a market order, which means, like I explained earlier, you'll be filled at the next best bid or offer. A market with high volume usually will fill you at the stop price, but a thinner market may have bigger gaps between the bid and the offer. You may get a bit of a worse price. On a very, very, very rare occasion, uh, you may uh, get better uh, on your stop price, but that's just generally not the norm. Don't expect that. You know, my husband used to say, you can't tell a man how to spend his money. And that's not something I, I do. I try to do. But I'll give you some sound suggestions. And the number one trading rule you should set up for yourself should be followed no matter how much money you have. And that is you should always protect your position by using a stop order. I've got customers who tell me I'm not placing a stop. They, in quotes, they always stop me out. And then the customer goes to sleep, wakes up, and finds that the markets move grossly against them, and they have a big loser. You become like a deer in headlights. You're frozen, not knowing which way to go or, or how to stop the car in front of you from crushing you. If the mysterious they stop you out, and it appears that you were correct the direction, take the small loss, get back in. One huge, unnecessary, preventable loss can destroy your trading psyche. We're not smarter than the market. We have to learn how to play by the market's rules. 
I wanted to show you how to use stops to enter a trade as well, but we've run out of time right now. I'll save that for the next podcast, and uh, I'll explain to you how you can go with the trend and use stops to uh, enter at key levels. Um, I'm still offering you that technical guide to recognize chart patterns as well as the daily reports available to my clients, which give you the fundamentals and uh, some technical analysis as well uh, with my compliments for up to two weeks. Uh, please give me a call or send me an email. My number is on the podcast, but here it is again, 888-861-1584. Or you can email me at ltaylor at rjobryan.com. For now, I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you've learned something. And if you have any questions, of course, call me. Uh, For now, best wishes and good trading. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Trading Futures with Laura, and we'll catch you in the next episode.